I love you, Barbara. I in anticipation. You, but you know, Graham, he's so needy. <laughs> <laughs> he needs constant affirmation. <laughs> we love you, Graham. <laughs> Um, I right. want to talk about, I feel like I'm a sort of a repeat record from yesterday, but hashtag Brick Summer 2023 is trending on X, formerly known as Twitter. Does that mean anything? I don't know anymore. But also what I saw was trending, or maybe it's just the way my settings and my interests are formulated, was OR Tumbo International Airport. Top trend this morning for me on my on my platforms. So I looked and it was basically this flurry of videos, mostly put out by the um, presidency and, you know, by government showing uh, the presidency of South Africa, showing all these heads of state landing in their planes, getting off the planes. Was it at OR? Yes. Okay. I think we're going to try to do an article where we pop in all the videos just because, like, when last did we have so many heads of state landing? You know, oh. whatever your views are on who they are and what they are. It is actually quite a big thing. And so we have, um, we yeah, have President to New York Brazil's, as well. Huh? They're all flying to New York, regardless of who they represent. Yeah. You know? They're <laughs> flying into Joburg. I know, but it's, you know, it's real, you know, it's obviously a big deal for the government here anyway. And, um, so we have Brazil's President De Silva landing and getting off his plane with his wife, Rosangela. We had, um, the Chinese president that we spoke about yesterday, Xi Jinping landing and then lots of others. And then we had local South African dancers on the tarmac. There's a whole lot of fierce going on. Very like. Wouldn't you like to be there? I don't know. Lester was ambivalent. I'm like, how can you? I'm also um, a bit ambivalent. I would love to I, be, not necessarily there, just, you know. I think my old age views on governments and on leaders uh, are just so jaundiced. I'm so cynical at the moment. It's full of all of them. <laughs> okay, I got you. And I kind of just go like, what does it mean? Who are these leaders? What, who put them there? I mean, you know, obviously in the Chinese situation, they weren't voted in. I mean, not that our democracy, well, it's a different vote, kind of vote. But there's only one kind. party. But it's a different kind. It's a more, I suppose, a democratic centralist kind of, I mean, a, a representation system. I don't think you go to a poll. Yeah, you do. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh. Okay, well, uh, that's my bad. But it's one party, and so and, and you're a, not really getting choices in a canton. There, it would right. be decided who represents the one party. Okay, so you get two choices from within the party, maybe, yeah. and you can choose that person over that person. Something like that. It's funny. I find China, China quite a mystery. But <laughs> nevertheless, but even in a country which claims to be democratic, what does that even mean? So we go to the polls every. Five years and what? Yeah. You know? America goes to the polls every five years. And and so what? That's one of the two. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And here, well, no comment. Yeah, that's one of so the... So I just thought if you want to see some pomp and splendor and ceremony, um, even if you roll your eyes, uh, you can go and look at all the videos of all these glorious leaders landing on the Joburg tarmac. And let's see what happens. It's almost more interesting than <laughs> watching them in the BRICS summit. In a way. And then, I think this is quite interesting, but I can't quite work out what to make of it. So this is research that has just been done in the, in the United States, funded by the National Institute of Health. They do this every, like, I think 10 years or so. It's a study on different age groups and how much, how much binge drinking and marijuana usage and other drugs are being used. And what they're saying, the results were very interesting because they're saying that middle-age adults, they're calling that the 35 to 50 age group, showed a record increase 
in the in in the the, the behavior of binge drinking and marijuana use in the year of 2022. So the last time they did the study was in 2012, where 23% of those adults in the U.S. reported binge drinking. That has spiked to 30%. And they're basically saying that with marijuana, it's gone from um, 13% in 2012 to 28% now. And then also now um, 4% of adults in that group reported using halluc- uh, an halluc- hallucinogen, yeah. which is double the figure from 2021, which, okay, it might sound like a little, but double the figure is quite significant. Yeah. So my question is, they're doing it because they say it's important for them to like look at the health system. And we, we I mean, my sense having once been younger, now being older, is that like my binge drinking or drug use that I did, maybe smoking weed in my 20s, where I did used to binge drink. But you never inhaled. (laughs) I then outgrew it. I just did. So like now I don't drink. It's just not a thing for me. And I always think that's the norm. So what I thought was interesting about this research is that what seems to be happening is amongst this middle-aged group. I'm middle class. I have no doubt middle class America is, is Although, feeling if you it. Look at all these videos and we spoke about it on this on this segment a while back. This use of the drug trank, for yeah. example. And just looking at homelessness and drug usage and this sort of situation in the United States, it looks like a mess to me, Clarence. If you're not, it's not getting rich, better. If you're not rich, and I'm not even yeah. talking about poor. These are people that the middle class. but have fallen through the cracks of that. Again, the lower middle class are finding it very hard to survive. Yeah. That. And, and then I thought, well, 2022 is like, what, a year or a half after COVID? Maybe, I mean, this is me just speculating, maybe this incredible increase in these numbers is also people who lost their jobs, who stressed, were stressed out. They went through divorces. We know that increased uh, after COVID. People not coping, like working from home and living together. You know, maybe that is why people were drinking more. I just think it's a very interesting sociological a bit of information and I'm sure that there will be research done into like a little bit more in depth why that is happening um, but I do find it interesting I always think that like kids outgrow that kind of binge drinking for me it is very much an early 20s thing but I find it interesting that people in their 40s and 50s are are now yeah. doing that so that's US research very very interesting indeed yeah. maybe a reflection on society out on that side and yeah. then yeah I- Oh, my final story. I just, I, it's such a silly story, but I just couldn't resist it because, you know, anything with dogs. Um, the question I'm asking is, what would you do if your dog ate your passport just before you were about to leave for your wedding in another country? So this couple in Boston found out. They've got the cutest, most beautiful one-year-old golden retriever, which just melts my heart. And just a uh, just before they were a few days before they were leaving on to their destination wedding in Italy, this unexpected predicament occurred. They discovered that their golden retriever Chicky had chewed up several pages of the hus- the, the the groom to be's passport, Donato Fratorelli, and there's pictures and video of it. They she chomped through the passport. Um, just days before they were leaving for the wedding. And I just kind of thought that was very funny. I thought, especially in South Africa, can you imagine now in South Africa that happens, you're going to go to Home Affairs to try at the lastminute.com to get a new passport. I think you would miss the wedding. So he's even saying, he said he is quite stressed. He said the congressman in their area is trying to help them out, keeping his fingers crossed. But um, I think he said that his fiance and family will be flying out ahead of him 
he might, he said, be sitting at home with a dog. Yeah. I'm more worried about what was in the dog's mind than in his mouth. <laughs> well, this, I was like, why is he doing that? Because he's like, I know you two. You're leaving me. You're going to go get married without me. I'm going to chew up your passport. <laughs> Maybe he was just against, you know. Marriage. Kind of, well, is that marriage or dad leaving you're him. Dad alone. leaving. Yeah. Or you're going off and doing something great without or him. both. Probably exactly. both. Thank you, Barbara. Bob's Wire, uh, just after 9.30, Monday through to Thursday.